Arizona, Arizona Sports, the local the sports local leader. Sports leader. Burns and Gamble, the four o'clock reset. Four o'clock reset. All right, we're halfway home on this Friday afternoon, so we got to get you caught up on what's going on in sports. Let's do a quick run through all the top stories of the day and some other stuff we haven't talked about yet either. Mitch, take it away. You got the reset so for it's us. Time to hit the button. It's not championship or bust, but it's championship. Hmm. Matt Ishbia reaffirming his claims that he is focused on one thing and one thing only when it comes to the Phoenix Suns, a championship. We're going to try to win championships every year. I'm not going to sit here and say, oh, in five years, we're going to plan to do this. (laughs) Don't get excited about my draft picks in five years. We're going to try to win this year, and then we're going to try to win next year. Yeah, and he does say, like, look, I'm smart enough to understand we're not going to win every year, but we're going to try to win every year. We're not looking at draft picks. And, you know, you look at the money they spent just in going out and making that deal for Royce O'Neal, just adding $20 million in salary and tax to bring in Royce O'Neal. Why? Because he believes it makes them a better basketball team. Gives them a better chance to win. Yeah. Look, his level of commitment, it's everything we ever could have hoped for out of the owner of the Phoenix Suns when we were going through this year and a half ago. They were trying to find the guy. We're going to talk more about this championship or bust idea in the next segment and take some callers a little later on this hour about it, too. So, well, I'll I'll save a little bit. But strong comments today on Bickley and Murata from Matt Ishbia, for sure. Of course, Ishbia was making the rounds today on All-Star Break. I even saw he was on the Pat McAfee show today with the All-Star Break in Indianapolis. And that's right. The NBA is officially on break. I think the Bucks got there a day early. If you watched the way they lost to the Grizzlies last night, Doc Rivers, none too pleased. We come back in this on our set. Two guys forget what we're running. Then we miss the shot and then nobody gets back. That's how we start out the third quarter. That tells you all you need to know about where our heads were. We had some guys here and we had some guys in Cabo. Does TNT go- do uh, gone fishing at the All-Star break? <laughs> no, they didn't. But that, that basketball team, I didn't watch a minute of that game. That is about as strong a thing a coach could say about his team. Wow. He basically saying they checked out. They were gone. They, they were not interested in playing this basketball game. And Doc Rivers called them out. They're 3-7 and seven under Doc since he took it's over. incredible. They're going to sign Danilo Gallinari. So they're going to get Gallinari. So he'll come play for them. And Giannis is in there saying, look, do we want it? Like questioning his teammates. Like, do we want it? Because there's a belief that maybe they don't. <laughs> so even Giannis is challenging his teammates. He says, we have to want it, man. He, um, he said, enough with all the talk. Don't stink mentality. Do we really want it? Are we putting in the work? Are we going to put in the effort? Are we going to fight for what we think we deserve or what the goals we're trying to accomplish? He was very adamant today when he was talking about this basketball team. A couple of NFL headlines today. Jimmy Garoppolo, he's, son, he's going to be suspended for two games for violating the league's PED policy, something about where he didn't properly submit paperwork in terms of something he was using in terms of his recovery. And to double down with it, sounds like he's going to get released by the Raiders as well. So no more guaranteed money for Jimmy. Yeah, he, just, he got benched for Aiden O'Connell. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. He got benched for Aiden O'Connell. Yeah. I mean, they, they were going to make a change of quarterback in Vegas anyway, but I, I think it allows them to get out of that contract if they want, not owe him the kind of money they thought they were going to have to owe him, even if they cut him or something along those lines. Um, yeah. Jimmy Garoppolo um, didn't quite work out, did it? No. <laughs> it didn't, no. Didn't, didn't quite work out for Jimmy Garoppolo when he left the Man, remember when he was at the Patriots? Man, we thought that they... We thought he was. Remember when he was the Patriots and he beat the Cardinals when Brady was suspended? Week one, absolutely. Week one, yeah. Week one. Thought Garoppolo was going to be a good. He was a good quarterback, just not that good. Yeah, just not that good. Exactly. Mm-hmm. What was great, however, this gesture by Taylor Swift that a lot of people saw today. Awesome. 
donated $100,000 to yeah. the family of Lisa Lopez Galvan, who was the woman who sadly passed away in the shooting at the Chiefs Super Bowl parade. It's awesome. Because not only does Taylor Swift, you know, get, I mean, $100,000 to her probably isn't a lot, but it is a lot to that family. But it also raises awareness and we'll get a lot of other people to vote because there's a lot of those Swifties out there. They're going to see her making a donation. And that probably drives a lot of people to donate 20, 25, 50 bucks to help that family. 100%. Yeah, the goal was $75,000 and she donated $100,000. I mean, they've already, as of this morning, they had more than $100,000 over their goal. So it's it's great. And I saw, I'm looking up at Sports Center today, uh, Patrick Mahomes, his wife, Brittany Mahomes, they're visiting some of the families and some of the people who were who were wounded in the attacks well, yesterday. I just checked that. It has $303,000 Okay, so it's... Yeah. I just checked it out. Uh, she donated, Taylor Swift donated 50 grand and then donated another 50 grand. I mean, right. like, it wasn't all in one shot. It was like, she did 50. She's like, you know what? I'll just do 50 more, you know, because your goal. And it's, it's it's not great why, obviously, but it's great that she responded the way she did. Update from Diamondbacks camp. Manager Tori Lovello said today that Geraldo Perdomo is set to be the team's starting shortstop. Lovello said that Perdomo deserves the opportunity to show he's able to handle that full workload as the everyday shortstop. I wouldn't say that is a surprise. But I think for some national types who maybe thought there was going to be a Jordan, Jordan Lawler, Lawler teasing, yeah. Geraldo Perdomo not battle us, in camp. Not on this we, show. Yeah, we, we knew better. So I think for us, Troy Lovello didn't need to say that. But I do think for some national types, it needed to be said. Because Jordan Lawler, I think a lot of people were looking at him as somebody who could maybe be the starting shortstop. Nope. Uh, they'll, they'll cross that bridge a year from now. He'll get called up at some point this year. But his future at shortstop, I mean, depend, depend very much on what Perdomo does this season. And then Mike, Hayes, Hay, Mike Hazen, oh boy, he had a media session today. He was asked about the reports that he's still looking for a right-handed bat and went on to say this. Yes. I don't have anything to report on that, but yes, we're still, there's still players in the market and we're still, Ken has still um, told me to continue to improve the team any way that we can um, within the, the, the bounds that we kind of have. And, and so we're still out there actively trying to do that. Still out there active trying to improve. 25% of the games they're looking for a right-handed bat to play. They're going to face lefties three out of four times. You're going to face righties three out of four times. So the left-handed bat, Jock Peterson, is going to get a lot more at-bats than whatever righty they bring in. But if they can get a righty at a reasonable price to face the, you know, to face... Um, you know, the lefties, then they'll, they'll look at that. Remind, we talked about this story about a week and a half ago. It was Grichik, Randall Gritchick, Adam Duvall. Adam Duvall. And Tommy and Tommy. I couldn't remember Duvall. I knew there were three right-handed names that were out there that were available. Still, by the way... Still a lot of unsigned guys around Major League Baseball. Just thought I'd point that J.D. out. J.D. Martinez, Still, Blake oh Snell, Jordan Montgomery, yes. uh, Matt Chapman. Matt Chapman. Still a bunch of really good players around. Guy won a Cy Young. He's unsigned. Yeah, it's nuts. Just nuts. History. Last night in Iowa. Here comes Clark. How will she go for history? women's college basketball. Of course, it had to be a logo three, right, Caitlin? That was the only way to do it, so I had to. I told some of my teammates and my coaches, like, if I got a chance in transition, I'm going to launch one, and honestly, I didn't know if it was going to go in, because it was it was a deep one, but then it goes in, and Coach Wooder calls timeout, and I'm just thankful to be surrounded by these people, this place. I'm just so grateful, honestly. 
She was a mile away when she hit that She shot. was a mile away when she hit it. She finished with 49, too, which is a school record Tom as well. Tom Brady, Eli Manning, Dame Lillard, everybody was paying respects to her and homage to her for um, the, for breaking the record. She was a fantastic uh, player. Now, I was watching a little bit after, like, I was looking at the highlights of it. Did they stop the game? Because the other team, just after she hit it, they... They just kept they playing. They eventually called the timeout. Okay. It was something that she had mentioned. But it wasn't in the moment they stopped the like, game. Yeah, you know, I, honestly. Yeah, they took the ball and they advanced it past half court and then the video cut out. I'm, I'm curious to know, when did they call a timeout to honor her for this great accomplishment? Not for nothing, as my friend Gambo would say. Not, Not for, for nothing. nothing. But we were talking about this off the air yesterday. I don't think you were in the room, but I was talking with Lauren and Mitch about this. I thought I just assumed the game was on ESPN because ESPN was hyping the <laughs> hell out of it on Sports Center. It was on it was on Peacock last night. The game was on Peacock. It's like I, I mean a game like that. I mean Peacock. We're gonna let it waste away in the obscurity of an app. What like, did ESPN have last night? I they had another. Did they have Clay Thompson coming off the bench, <laughs> <laughs> knocking down like wait, so like thirty five off the bench. Thirty five off the bench. His first time off the bench since two thousand twelve. I, I mean, have? nothing against Peacock, but Come on, hockey game. You know, what did they? What did they? Just, I don't know. What no, did they, they have? They had another college basketball game. I can't remember if it was a men's or a women's game, but I, they just didn't have the rights to that game last night. I was very surprised that a moment on that like that wasn't on the biggest stage that it possibly could be on. And that is your four o'clock reset. One other quick note: on the same night, Caitlin Clark did that. Francis Marion Center, oh, Lauren Taylor, forty-four rebounds last oh, night. Oh my God! Set an NCAA record for. All divisions ever in the history of college basketball. 44, 44 rebounds. rebounds in 26 minutes she had last night. Do you know how tall she is? Any no, idea? No idea. I Not at, a clue. I looked at Grandpa with a second round pick. taller than everyone else. <laughs> Guaranteed. Grandpa with a second round pick. 44 in 26 minutes.